Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I just wanted to, um, I I love the Bible, and so we're going to look at a a bunch of scripture verses today. Um, And I was just kind of, um, I was on the plane here, and I got to be honest with you, I have golf on the brain at the moment. <laughs> I started playing golf. I started playing golf uh, really like about two years ago. I, I guess I, I like you know swang clubs before. Um, I grew up playing baseball, which is actually a problem. Um, I realized as a golfer because it's a completely different swing. Um, and so, anyways, I'm a I'm, I would, I'm, I'm a hack. I'm a hack golfer, okay? I don't have a problem saying that. Um, but I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So I play two, three times a week, um, which is a borderline addiction. Um, and I started doing it during, like, especially during COVID because I just needed to get it. I was going stir crazy, you know, during the lockdowns. And in California, where I live, they were, like, all the golf courses were, were open. Um, so... So I started to get into it um, pretty hardcore the last year, but the kind of last two years. And like all my friends, like I don't look like a golfer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I was in the, you shouldn't have laughed that hard. <laughs> it's kind of cruel. Um, but I'm a, I'm a musician, kind of like artsy guy, you know, like I'm not, I'm not a golfer type, like I was in the, we are in the lounge yesterday, uh, the, the, in the Delta Lounge, and there's this guy, you know, it's, he's not golfing, but he looked like a golfer, you know what I mean, he had like the golf shirt on, he wears golf clothing everywhere, you know, like, <laughs> you seen those, you know those guys, they have the golf shirt on, and they'll have like a golf cap, like a tightless cap on, and like a, t- a little belt, who wears belts anymore, <laughs> golfers? I wear a belt when I golf. You should see me. I clean up so nicely. Um, it's sad. I dress nicer for golf than church. It is what it is. Okay. Um, so, so long story short, though, I, I've gotten into it. And, and all my friends, you know, who, like, I have a bunch of friends, and they, they look like, we look like freaks on the golf course. When people, we, we roll up, people are like, are you homeless? What's wrong with you, you know? And we're like, no, we're here to play the game. So, um, I'm just obsessed with it, and so um, I love the Bible, and I love golf, and so I'm on the plane here, and I'm just like, you know what, and I love St. Augustine. When I come here, I get to play golf, and so I want to talk to you about how to be a better golfer today. <laughs> okay, no, legitimately. You thought, oh, we're going to get some, no, we're talking about golf today, okay? <laughs> so let's, this is, look, this will be fun, okay, I promise. So if you're taking notes, once again, how to be a better golfer, okay? Um, and we're going to open up with a with, uh, fantastic piece of scripture, Philippians uh, chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, um, and I'm going to be reading in the ESV because it's my favorite. So Philippians 3, and we're looking at verses 13 to 14, Philippians 3, 13 to 14, we have that, here we go. Uh, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own or I, that I've achieved But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, 
Um, that is a golf verse if I've ever read one. Um, I, was, I was recently watching this, this pro uh, golfer uh, a couple weeks ago, and it, it was all over the internet, this poor guy. This guy's like a, an, an insane golfer, and he shot like a 13 on a hole. You're like, so usually you're supposed to shoot like three or four strokes, right? This guy shoots like 13 strokes. It just all <laughs> fell to pieces, right? Like off the tee, he goes into the woods and he loses a ball. Then he has to drop and he goes into the water, right? Then he has to drop again. Then he like, he putted like five times. It was, it was insane. Like my two-year-old niece doesn't putt five times in a putt-putt. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like it was unbelievable. And you're watching, this is a, this person makes... They're paid to do this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that's his job to not do that. And even pro golfers have bad days. Why is it as Christians that we, we you know, it's like we, you have a bad day and you're just like, the devil's attacking me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, no, you're just, you just have it. You're just shooting, you're 13 on this hole. You know what I'm saying? And, and we get absolutely shocked, and we have to, you know, life is crazy. I remember my, my um, an older gentleman that was a, a mentor of my dad's, he said, uh, some days you're the pigeon, and other days you're the statue. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just life. Right? Some days you're the pigeon, other days you're the statue. You know, like, it is what it is. And so you kind of, as Christians, right, we have to forget what is behind and press on. Like, and, and, and the context of this passage is actually Paul talking about all those good things in his life. Like, literally, he's going, you know, I'm like, I'm of the tribe of Benjamin. We're important. And I've done all these really good things, but forgetting what is behind... Right, like the, the actual challenge can be for, for some of us who have been, we're Christians and we've been walking with the Lord for some time and there can be a challenge to kind of rest on your laurels. Well, you know, I used to, I, I've given so much money in my life, totally. Have you given today? You hearing me? I'm a generous person. Well, you're only as generous as the moment that you're in. You hearing me? You know, like, oh, I, I, you know, I've prayed a lot. Well, have you, have you talked to the Lord in the, in the last week or you're hearing me? We, we can't rest on our laurels, but we have to, forgetting the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're hearing me? As a golfer, right? Like, you, you get on the course, and you forget the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, last time I was on this hole, I put it in the water. No, no, not today, Satan, you know? <laughs> forgetting what is behind and pressing on to what is ahead. Okay. Next verse, next verse, Ephesians 4, 26. Ephesians 4, 26, this is a good one for golfers. Be angry and do not sin. <laughs> okay, so I saw this guy break his putter a couple days ago, right? Just like <laughs> having, not having a good day, and just bent the whole thing. He had to finish the round with his driver, P putting, putting with his driver. It was hilarious, you know, and he's like kind of putting in shame, you know, and like, it was hilarious. And here's the deal about anger. I think that it has a lot to do with unmet expectations. 
right? As particularly, um, I mean, obviously as a golfer, the guy's like, I'm a pro, I shouldn't be putting this bad. Well, dude, you're a human, you know? And as a Christian, you know, once again, we have these bad days and then we freak out or trouble comes into our life. And, and we have this, sometimes we have this, this unbiblical idea that because you're following Jesus, everything's just gonna be roses and chocolates. And that's just not the reality. The Bible doesn't even say that. Want me to show you the most depressing verse in the, ever? You're probably like, no. <laughs> well, I'm going to anyways. And, then, and, and to boot, this is Jesus talking. Okay? Check this out. John 16, 33. John 16, 33. Jesus says this. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Okay? In the world, you will have tribulation. Yes, those are two very different Greek articles. Right? It, you may, you will. Right? Those qualifiers there. So which one is the promise? Yeah, I just, I'm claiming all of God's promises. Yeah, you claiming this one? <laughs> I'm standing on the word today. Uh, John 16, <laughs> Right? That is a guarantee from Jesus. Right? You may have peace. But in this world, you will have tribulation. <laughs> but take heart, I have overcome the world. So yeah, uh, we're, we are going to have, and, and what can happen is we can get angry at God because of these unmet expectations, right? So we, and, and, and that's, I think, a lot of times our anger that overflows towards other people is a cup that's overflowing first towards the Lord. You know, where we have this, 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 this strange, this isn't supposed to be happening, I'm supposed to be, you know, wealth and health. That's what I was, that was what I was, well, I'm sorry, that's, that's not the total reality, right? Um, we have to kind of look at it and go, okay, this is what the, the scriptures say. Here's another fun one, Job 14.1. Yeah, totally Job. All right, let's, let's read Job this morning. Man is born of a woman, man who is born of a woman is few of days and full of trouble. <laughs> few of days and full of trouble that is such an awesome line that should be a that should be a that's probably a louis l'amour book right there few of days full of trouble definitely a great idea for a very very sadistic cowboy movie right few of days and full of trouble that's but that's the reality Right? Why, why do we have these, these high-in-the-sky apple pie visions of Christianity at times? It just doesn't necessarily, I mean, there's great, there's great positive stuff in the scriptures. I mean, I believe that God's posture towards you is good. He's a good father. He wants, you're hearing me, 100%. But we live in a fallen world. You're hearing me. And so if, we're, if our theology isn't balanced, we're the angry golfer breaking our putter every time we miss a shot. Right? So... Having a robust theology is going to just go, okay, yeah, Lord, you promised that there would be trouble. So, Lord, I, I thank you, like, okay, I'm, this, I, my bubble's not burst. I'm living in reality. You hearing me? Okay, let's keep going. One last thought about that, by the way. Um, 
I, I was watching this documentary about Michael, Michael Jordan and how, like, you, you don't want to make Michael Jordan angry. <laughs> you ever, do you ever do you see that? The, the, um, and basically what would happen is if you made Michael Jordan angry, he'd just play better. <laughs> That's what he'd do, right? Tiger Woods is the exact same way. If you start, like, trash-talking or chirping Tiger Woods, he'll, 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 he, he takes that negative energy and just judos it into his next shot, and as a Christian, that's what we're supposed to be doing. You know, it's like we kind of grit. Why? We've lost our grit. Right? And we need to get our true grit back. You know, we're just like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on with life. Okay, let's, let's do this. And you just begin to focus on your next shot. All right, next verse, Proverbs 20. Is this okay? Yeah. Some of you are like, I hate golf. Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Or Proverbs 12, 15, Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. When I started trying anything that somebody would say to me, my game started getting better. Just anything. All right, dude. Uh, you're facing the wrong direction. Okay. 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 All right. I think you might be left-handed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you know. You ever play with somebody who's just absolutely not open to advice at all? And they're horrible. And the reason why they're horrible is because they're not open to advice. I was playing with this kid last week. And he's in the sand. And he's, we was in the sand all day. I started calling him David Hasselhoff. <laughs> and so this kid is, right, he's, he's in the sand. And he's, he's using, like, he's using, like, a nine iron out of sand. And I'm going, you know there's a club for that, dude. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my own thing. I'm like, don't do your own thing. It's not working. You, you haven't gotten out of the sand in less than six shots yet, all day. And so I, I showed him my club. I brought him over like a, a high loft wedge. And I showed him, okay, so somebody told me. You know, that's how I learned. I didn't just, you know, it didn't come intuitively, right? Some smart person saw that I was too, I too was an idiot. <laughs> and they came over and they showed me the right club. And they just said, okay, hit this two inches before the sand, and don't try to hit the ball, just lift the, hit the sand and swing through. So the kid's like, okay, and what he does the exact same thing, and the ball just whoop, plop. It was like the most gorgeous out ever. And he looked at me, and I'm like, yes, see, that is what happens when you listen to people. <laughs> you hearing me? Right, so, so my attitude is I will try anything anybody has to say to me, absolutely. Because I care about getting better. You know what I mean? Even if it's something that maybe didn't work before, maybe the reason why it didn't work before is because there's other parts of my game that weren't working. You hearing me? So I'm just gonna be, okay, maybe I'm ready to implement that little piece of wisdom in my life. But I'm willing to try anything. I recently, so I'm a, I'm a, um, I, I have a slice because I'm a baseball, I was a baseball player. And I had a friend three months ago tell me, okay, I, uh, you're slicing really bad. Yep, yep, it's horrible. Yep, it's horrible. He's like, okay, so, so why don't you do a U-shape where when you wind up, you bring your club in 
and that should, you know, get rid of your, you know, and like when somebody says, and that'll fix it, it's like, I've heard that before, right? But I'm willing to try, and I'm like naming the leopard, dude. I will take a dip in the muddy Jordan. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I'm desperate. I'm a hack. I want to get better. So I, sure enough, my, my first time, so I, I took a couple practice swings. I hit, I hit it. I have never hit my drive straighter and longer on the first go. I was like, what? This is, what kind of wizardry is this, right? And then I did it again, and then I did it again, and then I did it again, and then I did it again. And it's, it's, it's fixed my swing. Um, so all that to say, you know, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But a wise man listens to advice. There's another, there's another, another um, I think it's like the message or something. It's like, you know, uh, People that don't listen to advice are stupid. <laughs> you, you know that emoji? Hmm? Right? Hey, this is the Bible talking. This is inspired by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is saying to you, if you don't take advice, you're stupid. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your voice, Holy Spirit. <laughs> There's a, uh, uh, one, one of the mentors, uh, the guy that mentored my pastor growing up, uh, this gentleman was a, a missionary by the name of Floyd McClung. And Floyd had this saying, and he said this, there is no spiritual disease that humility cannot cure. There is no spiritual disease that humility cannot cure. You know, what does God do to the humble? He exalts them. He, he gives them grace, right? And what does he do to the proud? He literally resists them. I have a lot of problems in my life. I don't need God resisting me. <laughs> you know? Don't play that game. All right, moving on. James chapter 1, 23 to 24 so much about golf is growing in your self-consciousness. This is one of the things that I think about all the time when I'm golfing. It's, it's realizing um, what golfer it is that turned up today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it's, it's the same in my marriage. It's like, what Nathan am I today in my marriage? You know, my wife has been married to 50 different men. <laughs> They're all me, you know? And so that, that's the same thing with golf is when I show up, you know, who, who am I? What am I doing today? Uh, this passage is about somebody who, you know, if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, uh, for he looks at himself and then goes away and he forgets what he was like at once. And there are some golfers that are like that. It's like, there's just, there's no consciousness, right? Like, and golf is a game of consciousness. And you'll see these really, really self-conscious, um, not, not in, in some sort of pejorative sense, but in a, in a, in a, in a positive sense, that they're, they're conscious of, okay, my back is a little tight, you know, or I'm a distracted golfer today. I'm distracted about, you know, whatever, and I need to just focus in or whatever you have to do. Or, and you'll see these guys, okay, my, my hand keeps turning 
in this weird way. And you'll see them doing, you'll, you'll see guys doing this in the airport. There's, <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I'm saying? But it's self-consciousness. Imagine if men applied themselves to their marriage in the same way they do their golf swing, right? The world would be fixed. Um, but it's like, that, that's life. Life is, it's just growing in your self-consciousness, right? And going, okay, this is, this is who I am today. Um, learning your propensities and your proclivities and being honest about it. I have a propensity towards anger. Yeah. Yep, I fly off the handle. Yeah. So what am I going to do to correct that part of my swing? You hearing me? Um, Lord, I'm tempted today. Lord, I'm you know, working through this today. God, this is, these, are, these are my propensities and my proclivities. And Lord, I'm asking you, you know, that you would you know, kind of show up and you would, you would help me and, and help me by your, the power of your Holy Spirit make the adjustments that I need to. Usually in golf, you, know, your first, you play 18 holes, your first couple holes, you're finding out who you are. Okay, what am I doing today? I'm slicing today. And it's because of this. Okay, I need to change my footing or whatever it is. You're hearing me. But that's, that's life. We, we, as, as spiritual people, we need to be conscious of our, we all have biological propensities and proclivities. And sometimes we have to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you show me my knee jerks? Because my wife can see them, my friends can see them, and I have trouble seeing them. And Holy Spirit, by your grace, would you just, and be gentle. Don't show me the whole picture. Just give me, you know what I mean? <laughs> but just show me, show me some of my, show, some of my, okay, okay. All right, all right. I can take hope. I'm going to make some adjustments. I'm going to make some adjustments today. You hearing me? First yeah. Corinthians 15, 9. First Corinthians 15, 9. I'm going to show you four scripture verses. And these are Paul the Apostle um, saying the, the, the funniest things. Um, and just so you know, I'm a big believer in negative reinforcement. <laughs> and to, to bring a balance, because I feel like positive reinforcement is just, that's all people get now. You know what I mean? It's just like, just be, be kind to yourself. No, if, if you make a mistake, recognize it. You know what I mean? Like, be honest. The best golfers that I play with are always like, you know, Judah, you idiot. You know, like they talk to themselves. <laughs> Don't do that. You know what? You're hearing me. This, my, uh, my friend, uh, Joe Champion, he's a pastor of an amazing church in Austin, Texas. And he, Joe, <laughs> you know, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> you know, 60 year old man and just like, just cussing himself out. You know, Joe. Come on, champion. Come on. I love it. And you, there's moments where you have to grab yourself by the scruff of the neck. You hear me? Come, come on, Nathan. You know, get in the game. Get your head in the game, buddy. <laughs> Paul, this, Paul the Apostle is like literally doing this. So 1 Corinthians 15. This is the first... Um, I'm going to do this in chronological order of the letters that he wrote, okay? So this, this letter, he's like, I'm the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Okay, I'm the least of the apostles. Next verse, in Romans 7, 24, he's like, wretched man that I am, right? Wretched man that I am. 
That's a good one. That's a good golf one. Wretched man that I am. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. Next verse, Ephesians 3. You know, to me, though I'm, I'm the very least of all the saints. Are you seeing? It's, like, it's a downward spiral. At first, I'm the least of the apostles. Now he's wretched man. Now he's, I'm the least of everybody. Right? Isn't that amazing? Um, oh, th- this is the best one. This last one here, 1 Timothy 1.15. This is like before he dies. You know, this, is, this saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of who I am the foremost. Are you okay, buddy? You know what I mean? Like, this guy is going, come on, Paul! You know, like, like we deny the reality of, of sin. And we deny that, that this is one of, the, one of the issues, and it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you to not address problems in your game. You hearing me? See, our, our, there, there's a growing movement uh, amongst, I think, mainly young people but there's this growing movement to just pretend that they're, we're, we're not sinners, we're victims. You hearing me? Young people, like, and, and, it, and the more victim you are, the more social credit you get. You hearing me? And it's like, no, dude, you're a sinner. You are rebellious. You're worse than you think. You're, you're far more loved than you can imagine, but you're worse than you think. You hear me? And the scriptures have a lot to say about your problems. And see, this is how you grow in reality. We, we need a, a generation that grows in reality. You hear me? And the scriptures are, a, it's, a, it's a bucket of cold water to go, wretched man. You see, the more I look at the scriptures, the more I realize that I am not like Jesus. You hearing me? I don't, reading the Bible should be a little dangerous. It should hurt. You hearing me? The problem is, is that most of the time when we're reading the Bible, we're not seeing ourselves, we're seeing other people. You know, like that Facebook bomb? Yeah, I was reading in Scripture about people who utter all their mouth are evil, and I just thought this Scripture would bless you. Right? With your patience, you possess your soul. I'd read this, I just felt to share it with you and everybody else because it doesn't apply to me. Right? That's, that's what we're like. But as we grow in reality, you'll, we begin to make statements like Paul. You hear me? Where you're going, oh, wretched man that I am. I'm the, I'm the worst of the apostles. No, I'm the worst of the saints. No, I'm worst of everybody. I sin the most. <laughs> you hearing me? Yeah. You know, you, you, you grow in your awareness of the holiness of God. That doesn't mean that you don't think that you're loved. Right? Not, we're not talking about that, that, that somehow the love of God decreases in, in your awareness. No, it, it actually increases yeah. because you're aware, oh my you begin to become aware of the distance between you and Almighty God, and you begin to so appreciate how loved you are and how secure you are in his love. It it should have the adverse effect. You guys are pretty quiet. 
Okay, let's keep going. Hebrews 6.18. Hold fast to the hope set before us. Hold fast to the hope set before us. At the end of the verse there, you see that. Who is Jesus, right? Looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, right? You, we, we looked at, we turn your eyes upon Jesus, right? Yeah. Right, we're supposed to, there's a, there's a saying in golf, look up and see a bad shot. The idea is that, no, you look at the ball and keep your head down and hit the ball, and then let the ball do its magic. But some guys, they just, right, they turn too quickly, and the, the idea, look up, see a bad shot. Keep your head down, keep focused on the main thing, which is the ball that, you're hearing me. And we need to be focused on Jesus. You know, some of, like, I, 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 my, one of my proclivities, my, my propensities is to you know, look quickly to the future. I'm always looking to the future. You know what I mean? Like, okay, is this gonna happen? Is this gonna happen? You know, just keep, you know, you ever, you ever like keep look, refreshing your bank account? You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah, no money's coming in, dude. Payday's in two weeks. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, Lord. <laughs> it's funny because it's true, right? Looking at it isn't going to make it grow any quicker. So funny. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Okay, Lord, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my eyes on you. I'm gonna focus on the things that I'm supposed to be focused on. Yeah. And, I'm, and Lord, you're the one who brings growth. You're the one who brings multiplication. You're the one who brings the fruit. You're the one who blesses things. I'm gonna just continue to keep my eyes on you. I'm a business owner. You know, I know what it's like to be to run a business and to, you know, and <laughs> watching the numbers and hoping that things grow and, you know, but God is the one who causes the increase. Yeah, and so I, my responsibility is to just keep my eye on the prize. You're hearing me. You know, um, just really quickly, um, the primary way of gazing upon Jesus today is gazing upon his words. So spending time with Jesus, the primary way of gazing upon Jesus today is by reading his words. So spending time with Jesus, I mean, as I'm a charismatic, okay? I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that the presence of Jesus is here today. Um, but um, sometimes we can get married to subjective forms. And, and spending, spending time with Jesus, because the, the thing is, is we're, we're manipulative, is what I'm trying to say, right? So, but I can't manipulate Jesus's words. Right, yeah. no, you, you hearing me? Yeah. See, we, we love the concept of Jesus, we just don't like his words, but the primary way of gazing upon Jesus and keeping your eyes on Jesus is gazing upon his words, right? Because you're getting Jesus. Whereas if you put on a worship CD, you can kind of just get you and your thoughts. You hearing me? And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that either. I'm 100%, put the worship CD on, you know, and meditate on the Lord and talk and speak, 100%. The primary way of gazing upon Jesus is gazing upon his words. So, yes, focus, focus on Jesus. Read the book of John. 
You hearing me? Okay. Ephesians 6.18. Ephesians 6.18. Oh, no, no, no. Ephesians 6.13. Ephesians 6.13. Thank you. You guys are amazing. I literally gave them uh, these verses five minutes before we went on. <laughs> and they texted me back. They're like, I don't know if we're going to be able to get all these for the nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm not going to preach if you can't do this. <laughs> That was a real conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You're incredible. Um, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. The whole. Like, all of it. Bring all your clubs. You hear me? Right? And, and each piece of armor has a different... There are so many... Golfers who will use four clubs in their bag, right? But you, you, you need different, different tools. Now, I, I've kind of come through a season where I've been learning clubs because I am just new to golf. So I'm beginning to add more clubs to my bag because I'm starting to you know, know how to use them, et cetera. Um, but I think that there are Christians who sometimes it's like you, you got... Okay, great, you're coming to church. That's, that's fantastic, right? But there's, you gotta put the whole armor of God on. You hearing me? And it's kind of like, well, if I just do this, then, then I'm gonna be good. It's like, well, no, dude, you need to, you know, like there's, there's problems in your game. And the reason why there's problems in your game is because you're using the same club. You hearing me? And God has supplied you with a whole armor. You hear me? You got the whole armor. You're, you're, you're going to be crushing some skulls. You know, God's, God's called you to be victorious. Yeah. Right? And you're like, I'm just, I'm just so defeated. Well, you've literally never picked the sword up. Not, not once. You know what I mean? I'm getting, I am getting so many fiery slings against me this week. The arrows of the devil. Okay, so literally there's a, there's a shield You know what I mean? Like, it is pouring. I am soaking wet. You're carrying an umbrella. You could open it. I don't know. You hearing me? <laughs> There's more to being a Christian than going to church on Sunday. Okay, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. That's dangerous. Ephesians 6.18 Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. This is an addition to the armor of God. Um, at the end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So he's basically, wear, wear, wear the armor, but pray just constantly. And my thought here was that there's, there's this saying in golf, you drive for show and you putt for dough. Coming to church on Sunday is like dr your drive. It's like, look at me. I can hit it so far. <laughs> you know? But... Putting is where your game really matters, right? And nobody really puts a lot of work into putting. Everybody puts a lot of work into the driving part because that's the most masculine part. You know what I'm saying? I look really good driving. That's great, man. Can you putt? <laughs> Prayer is putting. <laughs> 
It's not cool. It's not for show, but it's for dough. Right? And God wants us to, hey, are you, are you talking to me? Are you, right? Because prayer is where we're changed. It's where, we, it's where the Holy Spirit downloads information, uh, gives us strategy from heaven. It's really where things begin to change. It's where we become alert to, you know, to things. God leads us and guides us. Um, we're formed and we're shaped. Um, we, we hear the voice of God. Yes, God can absolutely speak to you, and it's in the prayer closet. You hear me? Yeah. Things are changed. Um, Matthew 29, 3 to 4. Matthew 29, 3 to 4. The Von Trapp Family Singers. <laughs> the Von Trapp Family Singers. That's a great movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Maybe we've, uh, maybe we've exhausted this. Um, I'll wait for them to get, the, get that up. But there's this, this, this thing that, that talks about... Um, in, in golf, basically, you, you don't show up unprepared. Right, like, so you come with you come with sunscreen. Right, like it's hilarious. It's like taking children to a beach. There's that much stuff that you have to bring. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, a toy, water, jerky in case the cart girls never nowhere to be found. Um, and sunscreen and and all kinds of goodies in those golf bags. They are very heavy because they're loaded with goodies. I, I, the, 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 the verse that I had was the, the, the foolish, um, the, 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 the virgins and, and their lamps, you know, and, and some of them didn't take any oil and some of them did. And the idea is that, hey, you know, like, be pre- some people are more prepared for golf than they are for their spiritual life. You hearing me? I gotta be prepared. I, I need the whole armor. I need, I need prayer. Uh, um, you know, doing the, keep short accounts with God. Do the work of God with the people of God, right? Be, pre- be prepared, be prepped, be ready. Keeping oil in your lamp is, is being in church when the doors are open. That's where I'm going, I'm going to be. Half of spiritual battle is being in the right place at the, wrong, at the right time. That's half of it right there. If I'm in church, I'm not smoking crack. You hearing me? It's literally that simple. <laughs> if I'm at Bible study, if I, right? Like it's being at the right place at the right time. It's re- it, the means is redemptive. You hearing me? It, the means is redemptive. Everything that we're doing, you know, and that was a, that was a funny joke. I got to be honest with you. It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're, we're wrapping this up. 2 Timothy 4.2, um, you know, be, be prepared in season or out of season. When I got into golf, everything changed. Every, I talk about golf, I watch golf, I think about golf, I buy golf stuff, I spend way too much money, I spend way too much time. It's full immersion, baby. <laughs> you hearing me? Yeah. I'm gonna end there. It's full, it's full, it's it's an obsession. It's like a way of life. It's weird. You learn the jokes. You gotta learn the jokes. You know, and you you learn the jokes from being with the old guys because they know all the golf jokes. You hearing me? It's it's mentorship. You know, when I when we get when we get paired, yeah, team, come on up. Let's get me out of here. The Von Trapp, family singers. (laughs) 
It's, it's a, it's a, right, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an activity where you're mentored in the ling, the, the, you know, and all of the, you know, don't talk during a backswing, and all, all, there's, 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 there's all kinds of things to the game that you have to learn, and so I want to just tell you, hey, you know, like, if you, if you want to grow in your walk with God as a Christian, it's, it's full immersion, right? There's, and we got to learn the language and we need to learn, you know, the rules and how things are and how things work. And we grow in our consciousness as we're in full immersion and, and our money isn't, you know, where, where my money is invested and my time is invested, that's where I am. You hearing me? So I want to encourage you to not, don't, don't half commit to Jesus. Fully commit to Jesus, fully commit to the people of God, doing the things of God, get fully immersed, buy the merch, learn the lingo, hang out with the older people. Do you know what I mean? Like, learn the whole thing. Don't, you can't cheat the hours. Put in the hours. Be at church when the doors are open. And that's how you're going to be. You just begin to get better. You just, be, that's what begins to happen. I, you know, um, I think Gary Player was the one who had, who had quoted it, but you know, the more I, the more I practice, the luckier the luckier I become, you know. And it's like, yeah, the, the you know, so, sometimes you know, as as, a, as as golfers, we have we have to we we learn that okay, today was just it, it was what it was. But I know that if as I keep showing up, parts of my game are getting better. It's amazing because and that's what happens with church. You just continue to be involved and and you know around the people of God and the grace of God and the presence of God and the goodness of God and you're you're doing the stuff and you're swinging the clubs and the Holy Spirit begins to work. And you know the great thing about you know serving Jesus is it's not like golf where it's just you and you're just sweating it out. Right, you got the Holy Spirit to empower you to help you be who you're called to be. Continue to show up. Continue to be faithful and watch God complete the rest. Let me pray for you. Church, why don't you stand up? I'm gonna invite Pastor Matt up here in a second to, to close out the service. I've gone way too long like my golf swing. My sermons are a little long and to the right. It's pretty good. That was a good joke. Father, we just thank you for your goodness. Lord, we thank you that you don't abandon us. We thank you that we are your workmanship. Lord, we thank you that you are the one who began the good work and you're gonna be faithful to complete it. And so, Father, today we just offer ourselves as a living sacrifice because that's our reasonable act of worship. It's just to go, God, I'm here. I showed up at the course, brought my clubs, you know, and God, I'm here. So, God, I just ask you that as we continue to be faithful and just show up and, and be present and do the things that we know we're supposed to do, that you will do the things that only you can do. Father, we thank you that you will perfect that which concerns us. Lord, we thank you that you're the Alpha and you're the Omega. You're the beginning and the end, and you're bringing us through life. Grace by grace, faith to faith, in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you. 
and empowered you in all that God's got for you, why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.